me tell you this terrible joke I heard today. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Keep that G right. Yeah, welcome to the podcast. Dude, we're ticking down. Where we at? Got one more with me here before we get to the new setting. The new location. The satellite. Do yeah. chain satellite location. Hopefully that new satellite location doesn't have a fan clicking in the background. Uh, very well could. <laughs> so so my mom's going to be living in the apartment across from us. Oh, sweet. It's like a bad <laughs> sitcom. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, uh, that's a just, good way to put it, actually. I just see Josh coming home to uh, his wife, kids, and mom all in the middle of a big to-do, and they try to throw it on Josh, and Josh says some zinger. The audience goes, woo! <laughs> Not on my. <laughs> no, cool. I was thinking more married with children. <laughs> he was the Ed O'Neill kind, the Al Bundy. Oh, man. Yeah. Anyway, the cool thing is, is she's got a three-bedroom apartment to herself, so she told me she'd give me a uh, some space in it to kind of get away, work, set up an office. So that's where we'll be at. Because there is right now, at this particular moment, a 50-50 chance the little one walks in the room. Oh, no, that's fine. So, anyway. So what's up, man? Life getting back to normal. As far as you go? Uh, what's normal? Like going now, to work. You know what normal used to be?
Like she'll, she, 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 she didn't mastered the craft, but you can always tell when her and my wife start bickering with each other. It's only a matter of time before she turns around and like uh, yells at you for laughing at her. No, like what did she do the other day? She she tries to. Whatever my wife, the latest thing my wife has gotten annoyed or mad at me about, mm-hmm. she tries to work it in. And sometimes it's smooth, and other times you can tell it's forced. But she mm-hmm. shoots that shot every time. Yeah. Like her and my wife, like I'll tell her, listen, don't leave your room until it's clean. Something like that, right? Yeah. And then her and my wife will be arguing about something about how you know my wife tells her to do laundry or something like that and they'll argue and argue and argue about it and then finally my daughter will go but dad said i couldn't leave my room until it's clean you know what i mean yeah i'm like hold up time out you know but or you know dad said this she'll pull up some random something i said to her joking around Mm -hmm. it really hurt my feelings no well, my two-year-old told me tonight she was going to run away and eat gummy bears. There you go. <laughs> I'm like, well, that sounds awesome, but it's not okay to tell people you're going to run away because that's that's really mean and hurtful. <laughs> Does she ever uh, feel bad about this stuff? No, no, she's I never like. No, she's man she's just trying to figure out what she can do and not do and get away with and not get away with and i cornered her tonight tried to make her say she was sorry but without telling her she needed to say she's sorry i was like you know all you got to do if you want to get what you want is you know what do you say when you are mean to people and when you do something bad what do you say and she knows she's there's a whole song about it that she sings all the time she knows that it's i'm sorry and just, you know, <laughs> I mean, to her credit, she's like, no, I've made my stance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to die on this hill. <laughs> and I'm like, well, you know what? <laughs> you inherited that hard head, so let's go. <laughs> How many? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> we can do times? this for the next 20 years. Uh, ask well, my parents. I, I was, ask my parents. I've still got battles going on with them. They're like, you're 40. Like, what's going on? Like, I'm still, I'm still mad about that Christmas where I asked y'all for Voltron and I got some janky knockoff version. <laughs> so, how much of the how 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 many of those? And I'm obviously just joking. Sometimes my parents don't know when I'm joking, and if they're listening to this, they would like seriously think that I hold a grudge against them over Voltron. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh but how, how many conversations have you had with your wife about establishing the alpha? Hey! I think Corey just showed up. Hey! That's what I'm talking about. This conversation just got way better. Finally. So we, already, com- we already going? Yeah, yeah, man. Oh, man. This is very unprofessional. <laughs> That's all right. Uh, like, I don't, I, don't, I don't even see you. I see him. Josh doesn't really know how to use technology, Corey. We really can use <laughs> It's. <laughs> oh, I'm aware. I'm aware. It's been pretty horrible watching him squint and try to figure out what's wrong with his computer you know, and I microphone. Have my glasses on, and so I'm trying to read this stuff. <laughs> like I really hope it's picking it up. Uh, don't don't lie. You're squinting because that's a wince from your head hurting from trying to think. It's. Hey now. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> all right man i actually found something i wanted to go over with you guys if you are down for some uh random internet stuff yeah you can share your screen on here too i don't know that i want to i didn't say what it was right. no um i don't know what got me thinking about this but like kind of like do y'all have like that weird food combo that you use for a snack that's like something you love, but nobody else is really thinks it's that good. Like yeah. I'll, I'll say that, okay, one that I had is me and a roommate used to take uh, celery, put cream cheese on it, and then sprinkle, sprinkle seasoned salt on it. 
and we loved it. Ate it all the time. Uh, nobody else likes that that I can that I've found. And um, that's not me. That's not weird. I, I don't really have one. Dude, the ladies in my house when I was growing up, my mom and sisters, yeah, used to down peanut butter and mustard sandwiches. See, that's gross. Yeah, yeah that's disgusting. My wife I've never had to, one. My wife, my wife likes to put ranch dressing on white rice. That's disgusting. That's I so nasty. That. I could see that. It's yeah. so is, my, is, my, is my sound better now? Can you hear yeah. me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Your sound's good. Okay. I don't know so. if your video's coming or not. I'm just yeah. seeing an icon. I can see my video. I see Corey. I see Josh. Okay. I can't hear. It sounds like. Is my does it sound like my audio is coming through my mic or through this mic? Like the. No, it sounds like you're talking into a microphone, like normal. Yeah. Yeah. Either way, it sounds good. I mean, okay. All right, good, good sound. Yeah. But anyways, I went to this website for uh, weird food combinations. And like the first one, I've seen this before. A lot of this is because health food people or people on certain diets come up with these things like hot sauce and cauliflower instead of hot wings. That's yeah, that's, that's kind of dumb. But, um, but some of these do get a little weird. Like someone says to mix avocado and chocolate. You ever had that? No. No, but I have had, uh, what's that Mexican dish with chocolate? A mole? Oh, yeah? Yeah. And uh, surprisingly, a lot, it was chicken and mole or something like that. Man, I hope I'm saying that right. I know I'm probably butchering it. It's a... For all our Hispanic. (laughs) Hispanic. You can't even say that. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, yeah, it's chicken and mole or something like that. And that thing was delicious. Yeah. And yeah, I had a girlfriend at the time. I was like, just try it. I'm like, all right. Yeah. Chocolate and chicken. And it's pretty good. No, I, I, I've had that uh, before. It, it's not just chocolatey, though. It's just, it's got a lot of flavors going on with it, doesn't it? Yeah. And, and it really kind of, really, I mean, there's a little the bit of chocolate. Chocolate's not overpowering, if I remember right. If I, because I think it I've really, you know, yeah, and honestly, it, it really exemplifies more of the bitter part of chocolate than the sweet. There's a slight sweet. So, yeah. 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 But I've heard of avocado and chocolate. I've never tried it because yeah. they make avocado ice cream. Tom Brady, like, oh. swears by it. Yeah, it's M-O-L-E. Yeah. You're right. I Googled it. Yeah. But anyways, a lot of, it's just M-O-L-E. Yeah. Yeah, a mole. No, so a lot no of these a. Are, There's no A. So it's, it's chicken, <laughs> chicken, ah, a, mole. See what I'm saying? Is it chicken or pollo? Okay, pollo al mole. Hello, mole. Well, have you ever had uh, bologna cups? What? So you take a uh, muffin tin. This is, this is like a military thing. <laughs> no, 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 no. We ate this all the time growing oh, up. You this take, is, you take, you this take is a, a Haynes thing is what that is. <laughs> you take a muffin tin and you push a bologna slice down in there to make a cup and then you crack an egg in it. And then you bake it for like 10, 15 minutes. So it cooks the egg and it kind of gives the uh, the bologna that good grilled flavor. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a trashy breakfast. I was going to say, how poor did your family grow up? Oh, dude. Listen, dude. my dad made us wear fanny packs into amusement parks because we were not going to buy concessions. It was hard times at the Haynes ask house. Me, ask me what we packed in those fanny packs. Oh, I know. I know. I know potted meats were Potted meat and crackers, dude. <laughs> and maybe a Capri Sun if we were feeling, uh, you know, not so frugal that day. Oh, man. <laughs> Bologna cups. Give it a try. It's delicious. It's a delicacy. Yeah, my wife. Yeah, my wife makes them. That's awesome. Dude, I'll, never forget, I'll never forget where I was when somebody fried bologna in front of me the first time. Really? And I you thought that dude was crazy. I grew up with fried bologna, so that's yeah. that's something I had. Yeah, I didn't ever put it in no make a cup out of it, with, which actually does sound good the more I think about it. But yeah, dude, it's, it, is, it's, it is not it's something I've heard about though. My wife's made it for me with with turkey instead yeah. of so she'll take deli turkey and put it in there and throw an egg on it. Yeah, a little salt, whatever. Well. Well, this website, though, I was just kind of looking through there, and like I said, it's like avocado and chocolate. One of them was like, 
miso and butternut squash and you know it's like okay well this is just kind of bougie stuff or health food stuff one of them is sriracha and peanut butter which i was like all right i remember there used to be like a sriracha kick strawberry and basil not that weird but like it goes on like this like goat's milk and caramel and it just sounds like a bunch of stuff that like a chef would make that you wouldn't expect to be good and then like out of nowhere number eight comes in with broccoli and cheetos (laughs) what (laughs) How does it even mix? I don't know how it made the list, but it's like broccoli and Cheetos. No, I'm gonna. But miss. I, I don't like who. How do you mix that though? I guess you just take the broccoli and dump some Cheetos on it, Josh. I couldn't tell you. Man, Let's see here. Get... It says it may sound like your weirdest. Uh, I don't even know. They used a word I'm not used to. Drunky, maybe is what they were trying to spell. But broccoli and Cheetos is basically the classic broccoli and cheese combo with added crunch and artificial coloring. I don't know. Hey, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. I used to I used to put potato chips on my ham and cheese sandwiches. I think yeah. a lot of, a lot of people do that. Yeah, though. yeah. I used yeah. to put Pringles on there just to get yeah. the crunch. Hey, now your wife Corey is the one who dips her fries in a frosty, isn't it? A lot of people do that too, but yeah. yeah, yeah. Fries and ice cream is good. Uh, salty and ice cream are good. Um, yeah. Salty and anything almost are good. Salt is just a fantastic yeah. thing. Well, hey, so- what's, that, what's that cookie <laughs> store with the bear? Big Bear Bakery or whatever. What? That baked, cookie store. The Baked Bear? The Baked Bear, that's it. Where's that at? They got Norman. one in Norman, but they're. I think they're all over. It's a... It's one of those places where they, they have, like, cookies and ice cream, and then you can, like, they'll make you a sandwich, basically, out of the yeah. cookies and ice cream. So you pick your cookie, and then you pick your ice cream, and then you pick a bunch of toppings. Yeah. So so we, we door-dashed it one night, and I got the peanut butter, and the, the salted peanut butter and chocolate cookie. Peanut butter, the salted peanut butter and chocolate chip cookie. And that thing was loaded with salt. Like, ruined the cookie. Yeah. But I like chocolate-covered pretzels, though. Those are probably one of the best things out there. Yeah. Like, there's one on here. Number nine, actually, is chocolate milk with salt on it, which I could see that actually being decent. Salt brings out uh, sweet flavors. That's why you put it in <coughs> baking. Um, yeah, watermelon. That's why you salt watermelon. Yeah. It makes it, it sweeter. Yeah, it brings it out. But, you know, it goes on. It says, like, cheese and jelly, uh, olive oil and ice cream. Uh then, but, they, but what's the and then and then, and then a pothead gets back on there and it's like M&M's and pizza, you know? It's like <laughs> it's like golly, man. Hey, Legalized marijuana and all of a sudden people are putting M&M's on pizza. Uh so pomegranates and meat. Have you ever heard of that? Putting pomegranate on your meat? No. Nah. Uh, that's that's weird. Don't put pomegranate on your meat. <laughs> Look, you're going to eat my meat. <laughs> <laughs> so, and you're gonna and put pomegranate over, on it, and you're gonna eat it, and you're gonna like it. Wife and I went over to uh, <laughs> to my in-laws' house, yeah, uh, and took pizza. So we, we all got pizza, and so my father-in-law orders a Hawaiian style, which had pineapple and ham and oh, and yeah. orange. The most terrible, the most terrible pizza in the planet, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, I hate pineapple. Well, I but here's the thing. I'm, I realized at the point while I was eating it, eating the rest of them, like, I've never tried it. I just don't mm-hmm. think it goes. So I tried it, and it's as terrible as advertised. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. Like, there are a lot of things. I forgot it's... what the other thing was where I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try it. It instantly the... quits being pizza as soon as you put pineapple yeah. on it. That's what I'm saying. Like, it ruins. It... Here, and here's what it ruins. It ruins the cheese. Which is the best part of pizza, you know, for most people. But, like, yeah, it ruins the cheese. The cheese doesn't taste like cheese after you put pineapple on it, in my opinion. It yeah. Just, it's not well, to me, uh, to me, it killed the sauce. <laughs> and that. It kills everything. Everything just tastes yeah. like pineapple. Yeah. I don't know. I'm yeah, not I a fan. Yeah, it all. I'm not a fan. Our buddy Brad Sears loves it. He, I, Well, I say that. He might not. I, I think he's the one that used to always love it. Because, um, you know, he lived in Hawaii for a while. He might have. He might eat pineapples on everything. And that might be different. What's that? 
do eating it that might be one of those things where if you eat it in hawaii it might be a different experience yeah like they use actual ham instead of like the little thin that, Canadian bacon. but they also they also are they also are better with pineapple and so they probably mix the flavors a little better than hideaway yeah, you know that sixteen-year-old kid who like <laughs> dumps a can <laughs> of pineapples on your pizza. Yeah. Voila! Yeah, he don't care. Yeah. You know, but, but it keeps on going, and it's there's sesame and chocolate. That's not that big of a deal. But then here's where they lose me again. Number fifteen. This is not weird. This is how you do it: ramen and cheese. Do you not put ra- uh, cheese on your ramen noodles when you make them? No. Have you ever? Like, I watched. Like- Like, what kind of cheese are we talking? Yeah, what kind like of cheese? Like, cheese Whiz? Or are we talking, like, the finely grated cheddar? All right. No, we're talking, like, you open the fridge, and all you have is one last slice of American cheese oh, and a no. bag of ramen, and no. you just melt it all together no. and eat it. I, I saw a street... I keep getting these street food <laughs> videos from, like, Turkey and stuff on my mm-hmm. uh, Facebook wall, and last night, the one I was watching had a ramen, and they put the water in there first, seasoned the water for a second, threw in onions and all the vegetables and stuff, cooked them for a couple minutes, and then they threw in the noodles, and then shredded what looked like, almost like fresh Parmesan or something, all oh, over. Yeah. yeah, to make almost like an Alfredo, like a tomato, like, Alfredo sauce to go on it. It's weird. Yeah. You never well, thought I about don't know. cheese with my ramen. I, I, I guess it was just me and, you know, I ended up meeting some guys that they did the same thing, but uh, I, I always found myself in a situation, it seemed like, in my younger uh, days, whenever I would spend all my money on everything else and then look around and realize I didn't have any food, and I'd have all this cheap stuff laying around, and it was not uncommon for me to keep the ingredients around to make ramen noodles with a slice of cheese, a can of tuna, and a little bit of soy sauce mixed in, and then eat that. And that would be like my meal. And it looked like cat brains, but <laughs> it's actually you know, not bad. It fed you. Dude, if you I know? get real hungry, I would, eat, I would eat the ramen dry. Oh, I knew some guys on spring break who, they didn't want to cook the ramen, so they just ate a whole bunch of it dry, and it started swelling up in their stomachs and made them real sick. Like real sick. <laughs> yeah. Because I mean, they I ate like three or four bags of beast dry. Yeah, I wouldn't do it like that. It was more of a <laughs> grab one, eat it. You know what I used to do too is I used to go with those like ninety nine cent, like those big ninety nine cent pizzas, like Totinos or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I would cook it in the microwave just enough to melt the cheese, and then just fold that thing like an extra large taco and just eat it like that, and probably eat about two or three of those at night. Yeah. Dude, my diet in college was ridiculous. <laughs> oh, like now, now, now the list is getting into the drinking stuff. Bourbon and pickle juice. Uh, what's another one? They have champagne and fried chicken. I'm sorry, but fried chicken is a delicacy, and champagne is gross. So that's dumb. That's, yep. That's dumb. Peanut butter mm-hmm. and bacon. You you know, peanut some, butter and peanut. bacon? That's an Elvis yes. thing. Uh, yes, I have had that with chocolate, like yeah. peanut butter, peanut butter, chocolate, bacon, or something like that. Yeah, not bad. Again, it goes back to the salt, though. It's it's really yeah. just capitalizing on the salt of the bacon. <clears throat> but you know, fried chicken and champagne was like some sorority girl. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, let's do brunch. <laughs> Uh, I wouldn't. You don't jack up fried chicken with some stupid champagne. I remember when chicken and waffles was weird. Was it weird? I, I, like, maybe when I first heard of it. Yeah, when I first heard of it, I at maybe. At the very did. beginning, didn't I? When I say this, this is back when the Fresh Prince of Bel Air was. Uh, Want to go to Roscoe's or something? Yeah. Which have you been there? To Roscoe's. Roscoe's you chicken. Have to go and to waffles? California to go to Roscoe's. You do. I've never been to no California. Oh, it is delicious. Yeah. I would highly recommend if you ever make the trip to LA. Yeah. Go to Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. I mean, that'd be a reason to go there. Went there with Mike Leach one time. Go two times, actually. One time. Yeah. I've been there a couple times, but I went there with Leach one time. 
Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. also have this place out there called Autos. Crazy Autos. Went to, is is Palmdale over by LA? Is that an yeah. LA area? Yeah, it's okay. just, yeah, it's in the valley, but Okay, because y'all had to go to Palmdale quite a bit for work, didn't you? All the time, man. I had to babysit that dude all the time. Yeah. Did you ever bump like, into Afro Man? He went out man? there to work. I went out to do a... Did what? you ever bump into Afro Man? No. Remember Randy. Afro Man? Yeah. The, the rapper? He's Palmdale. Is he from Palmdale? Yeah, he had a song, Palmdale. Dude, we, I will say this, though, because you either have to fly into LAX or you have to fly into Burbank to make it out to Palmdale. Yeah. And one thing that you don't want to have to do is try and make a flight trying to drive from Palmdale to one of the airports. They're about an hour apart from each other. Mm-hmm. So what we do is we usually do our work whenever. Usually, We usually finish up Thursday evening and then Thursday evening drive to the airport and then just stay at a hotel at the airport. So that way we can turn in the rental car that evening, catch the shuttle or an Uber to the airport, and you don't have to worry about missing your flight. In the Burbank Airport one night, ran into Big Black and and uh, Bill in the same night in Burbank. Oh yeah, yeah. And and when we were walking up to our room in the conference room or dining room or whatever they have there, they're doing a. Uh, What's that show? So you think you can dance? Um, is that it? Yes. You remember, and it's one of them. You remember, yeah. you remember that dance group though that had that wore those white masks? Jabberwockies. They're Asian. Yeah. So they were they were there in that in that waiting room waiting for us because uh, they were filming something, and supposedly Shaq was in there somewhere. But anyway. Burbank's the Burbank's the bumping place as far as LA goes. Yeah, like they say that's where you're. Like if you want to run into some.
season? I don't know. Uh, at this point, I don't know, man. I, I'm just starting to settle into the break. I don't know that I care yeah. right now. Well, apparently they're walking back baseball now. They said they were 100% confident yeah. one day, and then <laughs> now they're saying they're not confident the next. Baseball is dysfunctional as can be right now. <laughs> oh. Sounds like college football is about to be, too. Yeah, yeah, I mean, everything's just kind of crazy. Uh, NBA was looking to come back, and then uh, they might be halted again. Um, it's just, I don't know. Just, I know everybody's eager to get back to normal, but it's like, I don't know. A lot of things got to happen before we get back to normal. Like, you know, we got to we gotta figure out who killed Epstein. You know, we don't even know that yet. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that answer's ever coming. No, Sorry. No, we know who, we know who did that. <laughs> nah. Hey, I do, I do. I'm glad Corey's back though, because uh, and Josh, you can probably go ahead and just get off now because you won't want to talk about this. But uh, I've been kind of spending a lot of time looking at this next phase in Marvel. It's kind of curious what what you think about it, Corey. Uh, I need to go look at it honestly. I don't. I know that they we have Black Widow coming. I know we have the Eternals. We have another Doctor Strange and another uh, Guardians of the Galaxy and a Thor movie. Yeah, is that yeah. all of the next phase? Um, I don't know because you're not really counting the, uh, series. Uh, there's WandaVision, uh, Winter it, Soldier and, yeah. uh, WandaVision. Uh, I'm not sure how that's going to play out. I think the, I, I've got a pretty good idea of what, of how the Winter Soldier and Falcon's going to play yeah. out. Well, everything I've been reading is really making it look like. We need to pay attention to WandaVision because that's where this next phase is actually going to do a lot of its kicking off. Yeah. Um, like introducing, you know, the the next set of characters and all. And then uh, it's going to set up Doctor Strange, which is supposed to be, I don't know, I'm hyped about the new Doctor Strange because they're going to go with kind of a little scarier, more of a thriller style uh, movie with it. But uh, everything I've read says that the WandaVision is going to be really based on the whole House of M storyline. Have you read anything about that? <laughs> I, I know just a, a very little. All right. Well, so, you know, Wanda's powers are that she manipulates reality. Uh, yeah. That's why she had, like, the connection to the stone. And uh, pretty much after losing Vision, uh, losing, uh, you know, her brother, Quicksilver, and, and just all the trauma she's gone through... Um, she she kind of snaps, and WandaVision is kind of her snapping. Well, in House of M, like, everybody has to basically fight Wanda because she's manipulating reality, and it's affecting everything. And uh, so pretty much, you know, even the Avengers are, like, fighting Wanda and stuff, and she's, like, it's, it's where she goes real OP. Like, she starts kind of just taking everybody out, and uh, I think yeah. a lot of... I think in the comic, even a lot of people, you know, who are like major characters got killed by her and stuff. But uh, anyways, and also, you know, it could bring in some of the more sinister people who would tie into Doctor Strange. Like, uh, I think his name's Mephisto. He's basically the devil in yeah. Marvel. Uh, anyways, uh, because that's another part that causes her uh, break is that she um, she's had it removed from her memory. But at one point she had children. Um, and she, uh, they, they took the memories from her, but somehow she finds out that, you know, her memories have been altered. So even what she knows is reality isn't exactly right. And it's just going to introduce a lot of weird, whack, like wild stuff, but they're going to go with like a darker, you know, obviously they're not going to get too dark, but definitely a little bit darker, kind of more into the, uh, kind of strange and scary kind of stuff. And, uh, I don't know. I'm kind of excited to see where it goes. So I, uh. I definitely like the uh, fact that they're getting into some of the celestial stuff. So, yeah, I'm kind of curious to see how all that plays out. Like, it, I wonder if people will start to disconnect because they go too big. You know what I'm they, saying? Very well. Yeah, very well. Good. Because all the movies that, that we think are the best movies are the smaller ones, like Iron Man, yeah. where it's like very much one man story in a very confined space. <clears throat> versus whenever you get into and Infinity. very grounded in reality. Yeah, and then when you get into like <clears throat> Infinity War and Endgame, it's like the only reason why you're there is because you had all these smaller stories pulling it together. Yeah. Be because yeah. If, if you actually compare them side by side, Iron Man's a much better movie than Endgame. Like yeah. Endgame's just like a CG fest where 
it just wasn't like I don't know. It didn't have the same effect. It was good, but it didn't have the same effect. So I'm wondering if you start going too big, where everybody's like. I mean, at one point in the Marvel comics, like the Hulk starts destroying galaxies. Uh, yeah, you know, like he or dimensions. He starts ripping apart dimensions. He because you know, essentially, he can't die. He only gets angrier and stronger. Yeah. So, like, uh, I think it was the uh, the Immortals. Yeah. I think it was the Immortals that sent him into another dimension. Well, he starts breaking dimensions just one by one. Yeah. So they they end up having to bring him back, and then they have to fight him because he's mad. Yeah. And so, like, I don't know. It's I. My fear is that it ends up being DC, because DC mm-hmm. that's what they did. They went too big too fast. Yeah. So, you, well, you never connected with you know Ben Affleck's Batman. You never connected with Superman yeah. or any of those people. So, yeah, it'll be, and it'll be interesting. You know, kind of the thing about the Iron Man movie too is, yeah, it's not realistic that a person is going to build like an arc reactor and like an Iron Man suit and all that stuff. But it's way more believable than any of that other stuff. You know, that someone could be that rich and that smart that they could. You know, make a sweet suit. That's kind of what makes Batman cool. You know, you can kind of, oh, if a person was smart and rich enough, maybe they could pull this off. So, you know, it's a little bit more grounded. So, when you start getting into these celestial beings and stuff, yeah, it, it could get it could get a little too out there for some people. But, now I'm curious. I, I'm interested to see where it goes. But, yeah, they'll have to get yeah. back to shooting, though. Yeah, maybe too. Yeah, Josh really cares. Josh is just wanting to know when the next... What, what was the one you liked? The Punisher War Zone and <laughs> Punisher War Zone. Yeah, and, and yeah, and you know maybe Nicolas Cage will reprise his Hellraiser role and, or whatever he was. Ghost Rider, that's right. Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider. <laughs> I never saw that actually. Yeah. What's your favorite Cage movie? Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Might have to be Face Off. I actually think he did a pretty decent job in that movie. <laughs> Go back and watch that movie again. It would have no, to be. I watched it recently, and it was it's it went as cool the, the, the second time as it was the first time. Conair, Conair <laughs> was terrible. Conair is better than Face Off. Hey, <laughs> there's nothing better than watching that guy try to pull off an accent in Conair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, if you're if you're being realistic, it's probably raising Arizona or uh What's The Rock. Now what's that one where uh they yeah, you're right. The Rock is pretty good. Of course Connery probably carried that a little more than Cage did. Yeah, well Connery and but, uh Ed Harris. Yeah. Now what's that one where he's a uh, he's an Elvis impersonator? Uh, leaving La- not leaving Las Vegas. Um, leaving Las Vegas is his other it, where he where he's trying to drink himself to death. Which th- I think that one's actually really good too. I've just never seen. Yeah, it. it and Raising Arizona are the two that make people say like, "Oh, well, actually, he's really good." And then you watch these others and like, he's just ridiculous. Matchstick <laughs> Matchstickman was another one that I think he was in that was okay. Yeah, and then uh, what was the other one? City of Angels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That one was terrible. National Treasure. Yeah, the National Treasure. Those are more blockbustery, so they don't have to be great. Yeah. But yeah. he was pretty good in those. They're they're ridiculous. Oh, Gone in, Gone in sixty seconds. Gone in sixty seconds is a great movie. It's pretty good. Gone in sixty seconds is it's a very good. it's it's a very nineties movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Anything with Angelina Jolie with like a weird hairstyle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Super nineties. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Coming what's, fresh what's off the of best greater fame? Well, what's, <laughs> yeah. What's the best Pacino? Al Pacino? Yeah. Because I mean, Sin of a Woman's great. Heat's great. Scarface is pretty good. All the Godfathers aren't bad. See, you I think the I mean? God, I think Godfather gets weaker the longer it goes on, and it's so boring. Yeah. You you yeah you. You really have to watch the first two and a half hours to get to the exciting part when he kills everybody at the end. It's done yeah. wrong. But, I mean, still a great actor, though. Yeah. I thought he was good in in one, whatever oceans he was in. Was it you know, 12? Yeah. He was, uh, do you remember The Recruit with Colin Farrell? Yeah. I actually yeah. like that movie a lot, where he's the recruiter that brings him in and ends up being the bad guy. 
Yeah. So he's, a, he's a great coach in any given Sunday. Yeah, any given Sunday is a good one. I still think Heat, man. I I think I think Heat might be one of like just the best movies for him and uh, De Niro. Yeah. Yeah, I remember when he played the devil and the devil's advocate. Yeah. Yeah. He's so weird. <laughs> him and uh, Charlize Theron and uh, Keanu Reeves. Keanu, <laughs> baby. <laughs> oh, Keanu. I've been Dude, seeing where well, they've got yeah. Bill and Ted's ready. I think it's about to hit the DVD rack any minute. <laughs> what, the new one? Yeah. It does look like it's going to go straight to DVD. <laughs> uh, well, you know, Disney just put out that one that they were going to release in theaters, that Artemis Fowl movie. Yeah. Oh, it is awful, dude. It is, is it? It is like just a CG nightmare. It is Brittany, terrible. Dude, it's unwatchable. It's put me to sleep twice. Brittany's going to be sad because she really liked that book. So she read like a couple in that series and liked it a lot. Yeah. No, it's terrible. Oh, too bad. Yeah, man. Like, I've been, you know, you try to get on these streaming services and see what they have. I tried watching, uh, what, Percy Jackson and the Olympians? That was horrible. Yeah, they're bad. That one put me to sleep, too. Yeah. Alexandra Daddario is the only good part about that. (laughs) And, like, what's up? Josh, you kind of just left. No, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what brought up. Uh, Al Pacino for me. I saw him in something the other day, and I was like, man, that dude's a good actor. Yeah. Like, not... What, what, oh, have y'all seen Homeland on Hulu? You know what he's actually good in? And he doesn't play... He doesn't play, like, the man. Uh, is Donnie Brasco. You ever seen that movie with him and Johnny Depp? No. But it's on he, Netflix now. He's like a he's like a lower mid level um, kind of wise guy type dude who's trying to make it, and uh, I don't know, man. You just need to watch it. He, <laughs> I mean, even though he's a criminal, you sort of at one point just kind of start feeling sorry for the guy. <laughs> so no, that's a, it's actually a good it's a, actually a good movie. I don't think it's great or nothing, but it's pretty good. I remember liking it, but. So you saw Al Pacino in something, but you don't remember what it was? It might have been The Hunters. The Deer Hunter? Yeah, on no, on Amazon. It's about On the, Amazon. Oh, so he's a he's a Jew hunting down Nazis and then it's got a weird twist at the end, but Okay. He was pretty good in that. Uh The Irishman too. Yeah, That's I haven't seen that, that yet. The Irishman is what it was. He played Jimmy Hoffa and, and yeah. uh yeah, pretty good. But I've been watching the uh, Homeland on Hulu, that Showtime, whatever, about the CIA and all that stuff. Yeah. Anyway, the daughter in that in that show is a horrible actress. Yeah. Like horrible. What's like I'm it, not even. Talking what's it called? Homeland. No, I haven't seen it. Oh, it's it's about the CIA uh, and all the covert missions they basically do to stop terrorism or whatever. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's interesting. I don't recommend it. I mean, it's yeah. not one of those things where I'm like, you got to go watch it now. But So you got any, uh, uh, you got any like, actors that are, like, everybody loves them, but you, you, you kind of hate them and everybody gets mad at you for hating them? Michael like, B. Jordan. <laughs> well, like, well, like Michael, uh, Michael B. Jordan outside of Creed, where he's yeah. essentially still just playing himself, it yeah. seems so out of place. The dude is a terrible actor. He was horrible in Black Panther, where everybody was like, "Oh, that deserves an Oscar." He's yeah. horrible. They did. Uh, what's the the book about uh, burning books? Fahrenheit. Uh, it's four fifty one. Fahrenheit four fifty one. Four fifty one. Yeah. HBO did one with him in it. Horrible. Yeah, dude. The, I think his best movie was probably Chronicle. To be honest with you, was it pretty it, good? I don't know if I saw it. It's the one where the kids get powers from like a meteorite. Oh, okay. And one of them turns bad. Yeah. Which I did like that first Creed. I did not love the second Creed. No, the second one wasn't great. In fact, I, I think I liked the bat, the antagonist more oh. than I liked him in the second Yeah, I know. You kind of started to like... 
I'll, I'll be well, honest no, with you. I liked that, I liked that's Drago and his son more than Rocky. Even I would I would watch movie. the movie about Drago and his son. Yeah, I would have rather have watched that movie than watched. Look at look at. Now she's just <laughs> he's, he's resting in that pose. <laughs> I hope everybody's watching this. On <laughs> it's so we, derpy. We talk trash on Rocky, and the dude just froze <laughs> up. It, it's because Skype couldn't handle whatever stupidity he's about to spit. What was that deal where the mannequin could only move if you weren't looking at it? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Isn't that an episode of like Doctor Who? It's... <laughs> oh man, that's hilarious. <laughs> But no, I, I did. I, I really was disappointed. I, I thought that uh, I yeah. thought that Drago's storyline was the better storyline. I was like, are they intentionally trying to make you hate Rocky and Creed? Yeah, you know, it's like crazy. I hated that last Rambo movie too. God, uh, I just I can just crack my bathroom, turn that on, and all the hot air just goes out, and it keeps it probably ten degrees cooler than it is outside. Inside, oh, that's awesome. So during the day, I mean, you're normally not hanging out inside there during the day anyway. But at night, I could just crank on that generator and have AC. Yeah. Well, I don't know. You might could find a used one, but I wouldn't. I'd just be nervous about how good it would be. Oh, I definitely want something with like a three to five year warranty on it. Yeah. Yeah. And I wouldn't want to go like cheap on the engine either. You'd want at least a. I don't know. I don't know who all makes... Does Honda make, I guess, a lot of them? Everybody does, man. Generac, Honda, Yamaha, like, yeah. and then a bunch of like Chinese brands that are probably supplying the parts for the Hondas. Right, Yamahas right. Go to Harbor Freight and pay half yeah. as much. Well, what's funny is one of the Harbor Freights one has like phenomenal reviews, and it's, yeah. and it's uh, $800. So, I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm nervous about buying something like that because I've never done it before. I know, yeah, and as soon as you like start learning more about it, you'll wish you would have made a different choice. <laughs> yeah, you ready yeah. to pick back up, Josh? Yeah, we're recording. What happened oh, there, man? Okay. Dude, we we talked trash on on your favorite movie, and <laughs> you, you just canceled it on us. Yeah, can't we cancel? Dude, you, canceled us. Is this, are you part of that cancel culture? What's going on, man? <laughs> AT&T Uverse has to is hands down the worst internet provider I've ever. Yeah, yeah, they're terrible. Yeah, they're terrible. Known. I hated them. I hated them. Yeah, I got rid of them as quick as possible. Yeah, them and Directv, and that's because they're in cahoots. So yeah, but I mean, and and we really didn't notice it until like the Rona took everything over and started having to work from home all the time and all that. But dude. Anyway. Yeah, I've got like the trashiest anyway. Cox internet you can get, just like the the lowest level Cox, and it's so much better than my um, AT and T was. So much better. Yeah, and you, you know what ticks me off too is they came by about nine months ago, and they were knocking on my door, and I'm like, he's like, hey, I'm from so and so, I'm from AT and T. I'm like, what's up, man? He goes, uh, we're just in the area. Just want to let you know that your internet uh, service is going to increase with no cost to you. We just did this, this, this. I said, all right, cool, thanks. He's like, what are you doing for TV? I said, I stream everything. He goes, well, how much you pay for all that? I said, I don't, man. I hijack everyone else's password. <laughs> <laughs> he just looked at me. I'm like, appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Which at the time I was, at the time I probably watched about two or three things that was my mom's password. Yeah. You know, so. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Oh, man. That makes me mad, though. We were talking about generators, and uh, Corey's looking to buy a generator for his camper. What do you know about generators? I know that the next house, I, if I ever, next house I own, I'm going to put one of those gas generators in. Yeah. That, uh, that, uh, you know, Basically keeps your house, your house for a couple days. Yeah, no, it'll, it'll, it just runs. Yeah, they're about eight grand, but I mean, it runs it off natural gas. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my buddy has it. It hooks up, and and he said, on you know, an ice storm came and shut down his whole neighborhood, and his light, his house is all just lit up. He's got the Christmas tree <laughs> in the window and everything. And people are out, you know, running the 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 ones that you crank up and you keep on to put gas in to keep their refrigerators and all that going so they don't lose food. 
Yeah. And he's just walking in and out of the house like nothing's going on. Yeah, it's definitely a good investment. What's the longest job ever? I, I, I honestly feel like uh, after the tornado uh, in 13, we went like 36 hours. Yeah, I think we went. We might have gone two days in an ice storm. It might have just been like it might have just been a day and some change. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, that, that was we like all... two thousand nine, I think. Yeah, two thousand nine was that was when the big snowstorm came and took out electricity for everybody for a long yeah. time. Yeah. Now being in the Oklahoma City area, it wasn't as bad, but like you know, a lot of rural Oklahoma was like they were out of electricity for a long time, and uh, I oh, remember. Yeah. I want to say the longest. I can't remember exactly how long it was. Uh, I'd have to ask my parents. I bet they remember. But um, I was I was college at the time, but I was in for uh, Christmas break, and uh, it it came an ice storm and took the electricity out at Broken Bow. And I remember uh, the next day after Christmas going and we went and got my grandma, brought her over to our house, and then we went and got uh, her sister. And brought her over to the house and i mean like after after a week you know i was like dude i'm going back to Stillwater if i gotta like carry a chainsaw <laughs> and start cutting trees to get out of this place but the thing is you know broken bow's got a lot of timber so i mean it was just it, it was just bad i mean there, there was a lot of areas you couldn't even get to you would start driving down a road to go to someone's house and there'd be a tree across the road and you know, until somebody got there to clean it up, or until they got the power lines off of it. I mean, not only were you know was the electricity out, but you really couldn't go anywhere. Um, you were kind of kind of trapped wherever you were. And uh, anyways, I remember we uh, you know we we were able to stay warm because we had a wood stove. And then I remember mom cooking beans, like boiling beans, on top of the wood stove, and uh, kind of ate that and used uh you know used like propane and you know camping gear to cook up the food and stuff like that but uh i can't remember how long we were out but i know it was at least a week or more but um but yeah man that's yeah i could imagine different. That. played a whole lot of skip bow with my grandma and aunt merle they uh they love that game but Skipbo's a great game. Was grandma. Right, right up there with Rummy Cube. <laughs> <laughs> Skipbo is good, but I'm telling you, you play enough of it. And like, I remember looking at my aunt Merle and my grandma and being like, "I love y'all, but I'm not playing another game of Skipbo." Nope. Yeah, <laughs> that's how I get with Monopoly. <laughs> like, not doing this again. Yeah. Were they beating you? Oh yes. Like, was yeah. it because they're beating you, or just getting on their nerves? No, I, I was just, I was just getting cabin fever. I was just tired of sitting oh, yeah. there playing skip bow and they they were down to play all day every day my grandma's sister she thinks it's hilarious whenever i do stuff like that when i tell them i'm not going to play another game <laughs> she's she's pretty sassy and and thinks it's funny <laughs> hmm. my so. granddad used to used to whoop me in checkers all the time tell the you closest too, I ever, huh? oh yeah and the yeah. closest i ever and i'm talking like I'm sitting there just, I'm sitting there studying the board, like, there's no way, and then the dude would just triple jump me, like, it was nothing. Like, he's just waiting for me to make the move. Mm -hmm. The closest I ever got was a draw. When you get your king over in the corner, and you're just moving him back and forth. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm talking about? In the end. Yeah. Anyway, and the only reason I got there is because he coached me through it. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, dude, checkers. That dude, for some reason, was just checker fiend. You know what I don't ever play is any kind of dominoes. Growing up, uh, you know, my dad was pretty good at, uh, at, at, I think he was decent at dominoes. He was really good at that game Moon, if you ever played Moon. Um, but uh, we'd play every now and then, but that, that's something I don't, I hadn't played in forever. Uh, I don't know. I, I know all the old timers still I'll, I'll play dominoes. Around. Yeah, yeah, I love that game. I remember we, I remember my mother-in-law and I played Corey and Casey at Domino's. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we went about two hands before they realized they they had no shot. My mother-in-law's <laughs> real good, and I used to play all the time. Best Domino player I ever had was my was my roommate Freeman Crawford. Yeah, hands down, best Domino player I've ever seen. 
That dude was that dude. By the time you had three or four dominoes left, he knew what everyone had, and he was just he was you know what I mean. He just yeah. read the board. He's like, yeah. play that double two. I'm like, how do you know I got a double two? Just play the double two. All right. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, he's good. Uh, that's that's. I wish I I wish I played more, but um, that's yeah, not something I play a lot of. We played a lot of cards. We got in a man. I remember getting in some pretty big uh, games of spades growing up. Because uh, my brother, when he was in college, he would come in over the breaks and uh, summer vacation and stuff. And uh, my group of friends and then a few of his friends would get together and we'd play cards, I mean, about every week. And uh, at least one night. And uh, we got to where we played spades a lot. And uh, that was a lot of fun. fun. Yeah, it is. It is, especially space. when you start, especially when you start figuring it out and getting competitive. You know what I mean? Where it's not about getting yep. lucky; it's about you actually know what you're doing. Well, and, yeah, and, and then someone goes kneel. Yeah, yeah, or, or someone kneel. Yeah, I can go kneel. Okay, then go <laughs> kneel. <laughs> yeah, the best is when when someone goes blind kneel, and it's like I don't care if we win this hand. All we're trying to do is get this dude. Oh. Oh, just yeah. keep the bragging rights out of his hand. I mean, yeah. it's not even about winning. It's just so the dude's not bragging the rest of the day about going. Ain't it? <laughs> you gotta have a good partner to go blind kneel, though. Yeah, and and I think I think Moon is kind of the domino version of like a spades type game because that's what you do. You shoot the moon and you say, "I'm going to get every hand or no hands or whatever." You know? Yeah, that's not like forty two, is it? <laughs> I don't, man. I don't know. You're talking to a dude that that doesn't know near enough about it. It's uh, been. Uh, you got to understand, man. I was probably nine when everybody that my parents played moon with, like, either moved away or like quit playing. So it's been a long know, time since I played. My dad's side of the family played forty-two all the time, and I had no clue how that game worked. Yeah. At all. Yeah. But, yeah, that's one I think, thing. I, I think they're think separate games, but of. they're probably similar. Yeah. I'll have to look that up, man. Hearts is another one I didn't realize. Gin Rummy? That one confuses me, too. Well, I think I've, I've played that once, I think, with the Mounties. Pinochle? That's what I played with the Mounties, maybe. Pinochle. Yeah, that one. that one's nothing but tens through aces. I think yeah. you have to have a special deck of cards for that one. you got to have several decks of cards for that one. That's right. the thing. So, anyway, yeah, we should probably start having game nights more often. We used to there for a while. Mostly we played Risk. Yeah. And the ladies played, uh, what was that one, Bunko? Was yeah. that they were playing? It was real popular Bunko. a few years back. Yeah. Mm. A lot of nerds at that house during those times. <laughs> like, I do Risk just never. Dude, anything where you have to roll a dice... Like, make a decision based on how you're going to roll a dice is, like, out of my wheelhouse. You hold your tongue, man. I have dreamed of getting invited to someone's house and then being like, look, we want you to play Dungeons & Dragons with us. And I'm going to be like, yes! <laughs> no, there, okay, there's a difference between Dungeons & Dragons and Risk. <laughs> risk, like, yeah. Risk is awesome, and Dungeons & Dragons is for losers. <laughs> No, I'm just and saying, I'm willing to be a loser because it looks awesome to me. <laughs> I just, I just, I don't get the allure of, of playing Risk all the time. Yeah, like, that's a strategy like game, Josh. You're just not good at strategy. Yeah, no, no two so. games are alike, man. Yeah, you're right. You know, Josh, you're right. Josh, we won World War. Well, we won World War Two because Churchill rolled two sixes. So. <laughs> We didn't You're win right. anything because of Churchill, yeah. because of good old Uncle Sam. You're right. Yeah, FDR uh, rolled two fives. Everything is a game of chance, and the dice just tell you how it's going to shake out. I'm just telling you, because Farkle... No, there's, no sh there's no such thing as a sure thing, man. No, you're right. You're right. <laughs> there so is. <laughs> uh, Josh is the worst person to play Farkle with, by the way. The absolute worst. I can only imagine. He makes my dad so mad. 
He'll have just a he'll just have just a crap ton of points. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just blows it all away. Or he wins. And yeah. it just it just sticks I have one, I have won a couple times because I've I've just I literally farkled everything except two hands and 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 end up, you know, just blowing it up. But yeah. Uh, yeah, part of it's intentional, man. Part of part of having fun playing Farkle is getting the rise out of everybody. When you're sitting there with like eighteen hundred points with one dice, and you're like, you know what? Let's just see what happens. And like the whole table goes crazy. Like it, it annoys everybody. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, we've got a pretty uh, pretty good game of Yahtzee that's been going on since uh, maybe the first time I went to Tennessee with Brittany. Um, but, you know, we've got our old scorecards in there and everything. But typically it's me and me and Brittany and then her mom and dad and her sister play. And uh, I actually, I like Yahtzee quite a bit. I, it's, you know, it's getting lucky. There's a little bit of strategy, but a lot of rolling dice and getting lucky. But that's pretty fun. Yeah. But anyways, well. Yeah, that's about an hour, guys. About an hour? Nice. Yep. Anyway, that was in the Corey? can. Yeah, yeah thanks for coming be. on, Corey. Thanks what for did putting I miss? One week, schedule. two weeks. Yeah, you missed Josh getting the sound all screwed up one week. And then, well, and, and as you can see, he's mastered the blurry thing where somehow he makes himself blurry, too. <laughs> yeah, look, look, how about this? Where's the unblur my background? There. Yeah. <laughs> Figured it out. I've mastered it, too. Corey. Corey somehow like his background's blurry, but he's not. Josh somehow just looks like it's it's, it's like it's all hazy. Listen, man. I've, like, I've I've made yeah. quite an investment in my camera. <laughs> it is the most advanced technology there is. Hey, no, so I, first of all, those cameras that you have right now, you could probably sell them for a thousand dollars a piece. Uh, those webcams, those because uh, nobody has them. Logitech nine twenty twos or whatever they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those That's those things are. Yeah, those things are absolutely out of stock everywhere you go. Yeah, yeah so yeah, I got mine for forty five dollars. That's because you have businesses buying them by the thousands. Because yeah. their businesses are realizing that they can do work from home now, mm-hmm. and I think they're going to start selling off a lot of big business real estate too. All yeah. these big buildings downtown are just going to yeah. go go splat. Well, they're going to realize that having visibility for a service-related business doesn't do you any good. If they can yeah. do the work from home, you can save yourself millions of dollars and you know leases and whatnot. Just send everybody home and have them do work from home. Yeah, yeah. I we think what, send what people home. We got to is... thinking that they were being a little bit too, uh, I don't know, distracted. Yeah, well, a lot of that, that is a lot of that is status and tax write-offs and stuff like that. I think. Mm-hmm. But, well, and I, I don't think real estate is going to go away. I just think it's going to change. You're gonna, you're gonna see a lot of Q farms and conference rooms. Yeah, dude, that's one thing I know where we work is, is like conference rooms are, are a uh, hot commodity. There you it's go. It's very man. difficult to get one. You need to, so you need to gonna, buy out a building and just build conference rooms in there and rent yeah. out conference room space. Dude, and that's legit. There's a place I over just on made million dollars, Josh. That, Damn. Yeah, you're right. That's all it is. That's all I'm it is, gonna... though. It's just a conference room. You rent it out. Watch, I would come up with but that. I yeah. invest a million dollars in it, and then they're going to be like, gotcha, guys. COVID was a hoax. Go back to work. <laughs> Smoke and mirrors. Oh. It only No, is. but that's the thing. But, I mean, I think they're realizing, too, commutes are a waste of time. Mm-hmm. If you can do your job at home instead of driving an hour and a half round trip. Well, if here's you know, the thing. Come. If you go to work and you sit in front of a computer for eight hours a day, you can stay at home. Mm-hmm. You can, like honestly, you can stay at home, and yeah. you can probably save that company millions of dollars if they're a huge company. Yeah. Well, and also well, for for our company is uh, being able to work remotely is great too. If you can actually work on on the job site, like you know, I can take my computer and a Wi Fi hotspot to the job site and technically work out of my truck as an office but also yep. go on the job site and jump out and be there if the foreman needs me for something uh, rather than him calling me at the office and uh, I'm not to the point to where I'm doing that yet but that's kind of where I'm trying to get to yeah um, I'd much rather just have a really nice truck and just drive it to the site and I mean yeah sit there no, and hang I, out 
I think it's. I think all this is going to force uh, some some type of like revolution in the way we work and deal with oh, people. Because yeah. because you know doctors are already doing visits remotely, mm-hmm. yeah. where you're essentially telling them your symptoms and they're they can write prescriptions and do all that. Yeah, I shouldn't have remotely. to go to an appointment to get opioids. I should be able to just tell the doctor I don't feel right. Oh, well, <laughs> you, you don't. You don't even have to do that. I can hook you up with a guy at a corner off of. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I. But you'll you'll see that. I mean, if it frees up like the ERQ and urgent cares, why not? Yeah, no, really. And, and now, urgent, now if cares, urgent cares kill your insurance too, you know. Yeah. And it's hard to get a primary care physician or get into them, you know. And if it helps that, that'd be great. Yeah. So, so we, you know, we started. Uh, of course, the COVID stuff wrecked it. I was probably the first and only person to use it in the city. They issued. Uh, crisis intervention officers, uh, ones that deal with mental health, mm-hmm. they issued us all iPads. So if we dealt with somebody who wasn't violent, but was like depressed and having like suicidal thoughts possibly, I can sit them in the backseat of my patrol car, log into an iPad, and literally just, I pick a facility and it starts ringing. I give it to him and he talks to a doctor right there. And they will either say, yeah, you're going to have to go to a facility tonight and they'll already work on finding him a bed to stay in, or they'll make a plan for him to come in and have an appointment the next day, and then he can go back inside his house. Wow, that's actually pretty awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's, again, it's extra stuff as far as my work goes, but sometimes that's quicker than taking him to a hospital. Yeah, well, and that's the thing is, you know, hospitals get inundated with that kind of stuff too, especially if the hospital's in an area that has a lot of of mental health and drugs. Yeah, Um, but the day, literally the morning after I used it, at night, at like 2 o'clock in the morning, and at 9 o'clock that like next day, they sent out an email saying the program has been discontinued because of the current stuff going on. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was pretty funny. I mean, it wasn't funny, but it was, it was interesting. I thought maybe I'd done something wrong and broke it. <laughs> I broke it. <laughs> broke the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Man, COVID's definitely something that uh, it'd be nice if they would have some kind of a breakthrough and just make everyone immune to it with some yeah. kind of a fancy... Uh, yeah, they have.